Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. Isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground. You in the middle. Send in the clowns. That is a famous song, Send in the Clowns. And those of us recognize it, we might recognize it from beautiful recording, Judy Collins, or even Frank Sinatra. They both made hits of this. They both made covers of this, but it's an original Sondheim composition. I believe, don't quote me, that it came from Follies, which after all is the story of theater women who are looking back over their careers. Joining us now are Lauren Yarger. And Linny Godfrey, who know a lot about that subject, and together are active members, Lauren Yarger, a co-founder of the Connecticut chapter of the League of Professional Theater Women, and they are presenting a wonderful evening of theater called Women of a Certain Stage, which with the A-G-E of stage in capital letters. Lauren and Linny, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. Hello. Hello, Lisa. Thank you. Hi. Hi. So, okay, I, we're not in the same room, so I'm just going to address each of you by your first name first. Lauren, Lauren, tell us, Lauren, tell us a little bit about what's happening on Saturday uh, at the Playhouse in the Lucille Lortel White Barn Theater at the Playhouse. Yes, we're having our, our big celebration of women on stage and particularly women over 40 on stage to kick off our, our new season. This is the eighth season that will be starting for the Connecticut chapter of the League of Professional Theater Women. So it's a big deal. And that's at two o'clock. And what are we talking about? An hour or two hours of women getting on stage and singing songs or what, what does it look like? Well, it's about an hour, and it involves some singing, and Lindy can tell you more about that in a minute. And we have uh, three short one-acts that are going to be presented, um, and two of them were included in the books called She Persisted. There's a collection of one-act plays and a collection of monologues that were published of women over 40 that are involved with a group called Honor Roll. 
So there's a lot going on in the world of theater for women and women over 40, and this is basically a celebration of that. We're also going to hear from Dorothy Lyman, who's an actress most people know from either soap opera fame or when she was on Mama's Family. Uh, She also directed a lot of episodes of The Nanny that was on TV, and she's going to speak just briefly about her experience of hitting the glass ceiling in Hollywood and how new plays and women writing new plays is an important part of how to combat that. Uh, it certainly is, and I see that it's being directed by, I want to pronounce this correctly, is it Susan Cinnamon? How does she pronounce her name? Cinnamon? Yes, that's correct. And she is a, a playwright and also a, a writer for TV. She she writes for the uh, TV show The Goldbergs, and she also directs. So she's directing the program part, and then the program actually will be followed by a reception and an opportunity to network and mingle. Pretty fantastic. So, Linny, Linny, tell us about your involvement with this. Hi, Linny. Welcome, Linny Godfrey. Well, thank you so much, and I'm just delighted to be here. Well, I am. Um, I was invited to come and participate in this, along with being the president of uh, the League of Pro- Professional Theater Women. Um, our our reach is uh, trying to be national now. And so along with what I do for a living, and thank you so much for it was lovely hearing my own self the first thing in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) That was a lovely, thank you very much. That was a lovely treat. Uh, One of the things that I do is, is that I do singing um, and, and a a sort of cabaret. And what we did incorporated here was they thought that both Lauren and Susan thought that it would be nice to open and close this piece of theater with something musical. And what they asked me to do was just to find two songs that I thought that were inspirational. And I, I think I have uh, one is an original song by a wonderful um, writer named Robert Barboni, and he's in Pennsylvania, and he wrote this song and sent it to Tony Bennett, but only too late. Um, un- unfortunately, and it's just a, a reflection of life. And the other one is, you know, Shirley Horn's, my Shirley Horn is my favorite, is, is a wonderful song that salutes all of us and our journey in life. Mm-hmm. So that one begins the, uh, the whole program and the other one ends it. And that's my contribution, along with speaking about the League, which is an advocate uh, organization for women's rights to be able to be there for women in the theater and the theater industry who yeah, may so have some questions. Yeah, so we let's talk challenges. about that. So, so, so Laura, mm-hmm. yeah, that is true. So, Linny, uh, let's begin with you. You're a performer. Do you think yes. that women, do you think that women, what kind of an advocacy organization do women need right now? In other words, why do women need an advocacy organization in the theater? Why? Well, I think it's because, you know, when any movement has happened, when the civil rights movement happened, when the women's movement happened, at the at the peak of it, you have a lot of activity. When it starts to kind of ebb down, then you have to remind people that they have all those rights that they fought so hard for. So the advocacy part of this is to remind people that they have someone there that they can go to to ask questions about, do I have a right to do this? To also give them the confidence to go and knock on those doors, to say that I want to be counted, that I, you know, that there are not enough women over 40 doing things. There are many women over 40 who are very, very active to say that the women under 40 are supportive and and to really to change the outlook 
of how people view women and that we are more collaborative than combative. And that's one of the things, and supportive. So those are one of the things that, that we really do want to create. And it's my pleasure. I love all of my Connecticut membership. It's just fantastic. I always uh, love coming and, and being around them, and they're so creative and so supportive of everyone and, and in their industry and outside of it and in, in the New York chapter also. So, you know, it, it's one of those things where you, you always need to be reminded. You can never forget what your rights are. You can never forget what the fight is. And mm-hmm. so that's what we are there. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Lauren Yarger, you say more than 65% of ticket buyers for theater are women over the age of 65, yet they are often not represented either on or off stage at the very theaters they keep in business. From my survey, because I'm an avid theater goer, as you know, I would agree with that. I think that a huge Mm -hmm. majority of people sitting in the seats are women. They've always been women, and they tend to be Mm -hmm. women of a certain generation. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I've always thought of myself as one of the youngest in the theaters. And I think that that's true. I'm still one of the younger people in the theaters, particularly local theaters like the Playhouse. So I really, mm-hmm. Lauren, I, I see what you're saying here. Why the disconnect? Well, it's always been that way, uh, unfortunately. And we've been trying to ch- change that and shift it for many decades, really. We had, at one point, there was a slogan 50-50 in 2020, and the, the goal was to have 50% representation on stages by the year 2020. Well, we're still somewhere in the 20s percent. I, I'm not really? sure. You know, it depends what really? survey you read. But we've seen a little bit more. We had the Me Too movement, and there was a surge there. We suddenly saw a few more things being done by women on stage. We saw women being hired in positions. Um, and then it kind of ebbed off, like Lenny says, it kind of you have these ups and downs and movements. And really, it, we tend to get brushed aside by other causes, it seems like. So there's a there's a real, you know, uh, zeal for putting up certain kinds of plays that, you know, are advocates of certain causes, but not necessarily women. So um, we have to keep the the public educate it and we have to keep saying wait a minute you know i don't i don't understand why like you say we have all these women in the audience and women 
there are many this honor roll organization that I mentioned has over 1500 members who are playwrights of women who are over 40. You know, I don't think we're going to see 1500 plays across the nation by women you know, at professional mm-hmm. theaters. Exactly. And a lot a lot of it had to do with that, you know, there's, you know, there is that sort of old boys network that was in place for many years and you know, on one hand it's you know, it's a, a lack of of thought about it and and if you don't if you don't hear about this and think about it, well, why would you? A lot of people, you know, a lot of the theaters are, are run by men, and they have teams that they've worked with before who are men, and their interests are about stories that have to do with men and men's issues, and that's kind of what you see a lot of on stage. So we had another uh, initiative a couple of years ago that was called One More Conversation, and I think that's really effective because the idea was to say to artistic directors, just have one more conversation with someone. If you're hiring a lighting designer for the next show, have one more conversation with a woman designer. And perhaps you'll think, oh, this person is perfect for this and not always hire the same people or not always hire men just because that's what you happen to do. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes a lot of effort and, and a lot of reminding. And this particular event on Saturday, you know, we wanted to make sure it's a celebration of what is happening and what's positive happening with women on stage. We could have many events talking about all of the problems and how things aren't equal and how, you know, it still isn't quite where we want to see it. But there is a lot starting to break through, and that's kind of what we wanted to focus on. So we've got these three plays, we've got, you know, people speaking, we've got the organization itself is pretty phenomenal here in Connecticut. Like I said, we're going into our eighth year, and we reach about 300 women working in theater in Connecticut. Um, when we started, we knew that there were a lot of women working in theaters, but depending on what you do in the industry, you don't always come in contact with people in other areas. Um, I was, for instance, I'm you know I, I'm a critic. I, I I do a lot of writing about theater. I would have a certain set of people from a theater that I worked with to do that, but there might be a whole education department that has a wonderful program that someone is heading that I, I don't really know about because I'm not involved. So this organization gave us the opportunity to let people meet other people from around the state and other women and know what is really happening, and it's been a terrific networking organization. We've had a lot of women who've met who've become friends, who've gone on to work together on the next project, who've hired somebody, you know, it, it, it's really, it, it is the, the way we get the word out about who's out there and, and what's being done. I want to tell you that I appreciate that you invited me to that lunch at the Spotted Horse, and I was surrounded by all these amazingly accomplished women. I love being in the, in the company of women of such talent. It, it makes me feel good. Yeah, most of our most of our events are open to the public. You don't have to be a member of the organization. And we do those lunches pretty regularly. We do them around the state because we're not really headquartered in a particular place. The Connecticut's large and you know we have that whole thing going on here where like if I live in Hartford, I'm not going to drive to Westport right. for something That's right. and vice versa. That's right. That's so true. we yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, That's true. Yeah, I mean generally speaking and but um hopefully you, everyone will drive to Westport for this event, but we and you know it's we free. I want to tell door. people and it's free. I'm sure it's going to be sold out very quickly, but so you should probably arrive before two o'clock. 
but it's this Saturday at um, two o'clock at the. That's what. Am I wrong? Because that's what it says here. It says it's free. Is that not right? That is correct. But okay. you do need to RSVP. There, there is an oh, RSVP okay. link um, okay. for the seats because they are limited. So, All right. um, and where would yeah, there wouldn't be any seats at the door. And is that link at the Westport Country Playhouse site, or do they have to go to the League of Professional Theater Women's site? How would they find the link? It's a, it's a, it's an Eventbrite link. If they go to um, the Connecticut chapter uh, website, it would be listed on that. Perfect. Connecticut chapter, the League of Professional Theater Women. Lauren Yarger and Lenny Godfrey, thank you very much for being on the Lisa Wexler Show today. Thank you for your work oh, in the theater. You. and thank and- you keeping women, you know, alive and well on and off stage. We really appreciate it. Thanks so much for coming on. Pleasure. Thanks Thank for you. having us, Lisa. Thank you for having us. We're going to be right yeah. back. We've got Thank some you. breaking news, a story coming out of New Britain. We'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com.